Hello, and welcome to the Night Fun, and for the last time, we're a Twilight podcast. <gasps> oh, I know. It's the end of an <laughs> e- era? How long is an era supposed yeah. to be? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like 20, 30 episodes now yeah, is an era. that's an era, for sure, for sure. Um, mm-hmm. We hope you've enjoyed season one of Midnight Fun. I'm Liv, and I'm here because it's either be here and be a bit sad about Twilight, or... um cry about the Magnus archives because that finished last week everything's ending (laughs) (laughs) I'm Katie and I'm here because it's our final episode of Midnight Sun we've done 30 episodes plus bonus episodes and we want to say thank you so much for like sticking with us for all the nonsense almost 30 hours of hashtag content of us whining about Edward Cullen and we're so glad you came along for the ride are so glad that you did we're on the epilogue now um which is the <laughs> yeah. prom don't worry the pod yeah the podcast isn't going away oh, yeah. completely we'll announce what's happening next at the end of this episode so yeah. stick around tuned. yeah so this isn't even an official chapter even though yeah. it, it operates like a chapter oh, it's an epilogue it's so but long it, the, yeah it's longer than the other like five chapters so yeah it's a strange one um, <laughs> if you remember the epilogue from Twilight, it is the prom. Uh, yes. Bear, let's go into the prom. Sorry, bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's quite. It's well. It indeed is a chapter. I can't. Can we, let's just. It functions as a chapter. So let's just call it a chapter. Yeah, it functions as a chapter. It's not like an epilogue where you're like, and here's like them married ten years in the future, which is what a lot of epilogues are. Yeah. It's not like a little wrap up. It's like just a the final chapter that's been like oh the final chapter is an epilogue i guess yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. just like a, a direct continuation of like bella leaves hospital and she's in a wheelchair slash on crutches for a bit um and so she goes back to school in her wheelchair and edward snarls at everyone that looks yeah. at her which is a funny image Ooh, it's a lot. <laughs> just like yeah it's intense uh bella definitely has some internalized ableism uh, in yeah. this chapter it's bit, um mm. it's a lot yeah um but then it like carries on um, the week of prom. Mm. Edward and Alice get Bella ready to go to prom. It's mm. a whole thing. But Bella didn't know she was going to prom, which um, she, it's a little stupid. Uh, we know this. We know this from Twilight. But like, she just doesn't clock. She's like, "Oh, mm. we're going to sacrifice me to become a vampire, and they want me to so look beautiful." Funny. I mean, um, well. everyone's like, um, "It's it's prom night, Bella." <laughs> and, Fair. Yeah. yeah, we'll get into it, but yeah, Bella yeah. is very distressed. She does not want to she go is. to prom, but Edward makes her go to prom for his own ego about Bella in yeah. the future. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll get like... into that. Um... Yeah, so they go to prom, um, and then Jacob goes to prom for a bit, and then, yeah, that's basically yeah, a summary. They're just it. at prom. Yeah, you know, they're just at prom. You know, the, the classic scenes. You know, you know yeah. the drill. So, yeah. What's your favourite quote? Okay, so my favourite quote was one that really made me go, uh, what? Um, <laughs> right, so there's this extended fantasy sequence about Bella, mm, about Edward thinking yeah. about Bella as an older woman with teens, right? One day, when they were young adolescents, younger than Bella was now, perhaps prompted by a teen rom-com or on TV, though <laughs> Alice had told me that the consumption of media would change quite a bit in the next decade, she was waiting for certain companies to form so she could invest in them. Excuse me. And then it Alice was, backs just, Netflix. One of the children <laughs> would ask Bella what her high school prom was like, and that's it. But I'm so what? 
That's so... <laughs> oh. Stephanie Meyer just putting in, like, a wink, wink, nudge, nudge, like, hmm, streaming. <laughs> it's very I'm, funny. I'm People still watch TV. <laughs> I'm so stressed out by the fact that, like, that Alice games the system so much. Like, she's doing insider... Tra- like, she's doing 4D chess oh, insider yeah. trading. No, yeah, you know she's doing. They, she's yeah. doing that interdimensional chess thing that I've seen going around yes. the internet. She's doing interdimensional, interdimensional, inter that word chess. <laughs> yes, four D insider trading. Five D chess. Five D chess. I don't Five D chess. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, we knew this from I think it was chapter three or four. Oh, He's oh, like, oh, but we we are bad people. Like. We do, we maybe don't murder, but we do fraud. But that's so fine. much like, fraud. Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> as we said, Collins, some of the richest protagonists ever. Because as we know, obviously, they do all of this, like, fraud and stuff mm-hmm. as um, a family and stuff. And I don't know if you guys have read it, but, you know, um, Forbes do, like, 30 under 30 and stuff <laughs> like that. Well, they did, a couple of years ago, they did the Forbes Fictional 15, which was the 15 richest people in the realm of fiction from the early 2000s to 2000, I think it was 1358. And Carlisle tops it. He, like, after him is Scrooge McDuck and Richie Rich and, like, Smog the Dragon. Um, and then He's Tony Stark. Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> He's richer than Scrooge McDuck. Carlisle Cullen estimated 34.5 billion. That's so much and that's money. so much money yeah and it's like the source is like long-term investments because it they do say in the twilight books like they do and um alice saw recessions coming invested early on walmart and apple like confirmed apparently this is on forbes i don't know but yeah <laughs> it's basically in like the 1600s he invested and now he has so much stuff mm. and now alice does the fraud for them y'all don't need any more money <laughs> why do they have to keep doing fraud <laughs> there's so much fraud, so much fraud. <laughs> right oh, anyway, anyway what, <laughs> let me get into my yeah what was your favorite line i can't keep thinking about this <laughs> <laughs> no. um my favorite line was it's an edward line that's uh, directly from twilight as well and it was Twilight again, I mused, another ending. No matter how perfect the day, it always has to end. Which is, you know, relevant in Twilight because of all, like... Yeah, Bella's, like, life ending and stuff like that. But I just thought it was nice that it came up in this book again because, like, this was Twilight again and it is another ending. And I thought, ooh, meta. Even if it wasn't intended, I thought it was like, oh, it is Twilight again. And it's, like, it's however perfect or imperfect as we've discussed the book has been. I'm really sad that it's ended. I had a good time. Mm. Hey, I was I had a lovely time making this podcast with you, Katie. We are going to carry on making it. I keep making it sound like we're not making this anymore. No, we but are. it's sad. <laughs> no, yeah. but it's sad that we finished Era One. Yeah. Um, and I I read this chapter, and then I also read the chapter from Twilight, which I haven't been doing as Ooh. much, just to like see the differences and stuff and like I didn't have my Twilight book to hand mm. uh, so I went online and like just looked up like you know the fan pages that upload the chapters and stuff and it started playing like the Twilight soundtrack and it started playing uh Flatless Bird for this chapter and I was like oh <laughs> all the emotions of that soundtrack <laughs> coming back <laughs> the prom song see I have um Flatless Bird American Mouth it's in my like songs on Spotify so every once in a while mm-hmm. I'll just come back around and be like boom Twilight memories and I'm like yeah. oh hello 
Goodness. Since I was so young, I'm like, I've been like, that song will be at my wedding if I ever get married. And then my mum is getting married at some point soon. And she's like, oh, I'd love that at my wedding. And I'm like, don't you dare steal my song. That's my Twilight song. Oh, oh <laughs> That's <God>. mine. <laughs> okay, well, I will have a Twilight when wedding. When we get married, we'll have a <laughs> When we're wedding. in love and married. When we're in love yes. and married, obviously. <laughs> Stay tuned for that, all yes. listeners. Um <laughs> We'll get there, season four, let's go. <laughs> season four, oh, it's going to be a slow burn, friends to lovers, are you? Uh, ideal. Ideal. Okay, right, so. Let's get into let's this get chapter. Let's get into this chapter, right, so Alice does her makeover on Bella. I yes. love this yes. scene. I know Bella's really upset about it, and I, I I don't know, it's one of the things that always like annoyed me in Twilight, is how annoyed she is that Alice has taken time out of her day to give her a nice little makeover. Like yeah, I think it's probably just me, just because I'd love a nice little makeover scene. But I yeah. just I think it's mostly that she's in recovery from almost dying. Well, yeah, um, but and also you know Bella's very like modest yeah. and like you know there's like the sprinklings of the weaponized Mormonism through this yeah, book, just a little which sprinkle, we love sprinkle. for Ethne. And she's like, but Ew, they my are there. Are disgusting, and I'm like, can you come? <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is that, and it's like Bella very much like. Wants to, like she wants Edward to think she's beautiful and stuff, but yeah. like she also doesn't feel that way about herself. Yeah. And like you know, a there's a lot of that in there. Yeah, um, I love. I only want to wear like, cotton. Yes. <laughs> some no mixed blends. Yeah. No mixed blends. No. No light yeah. shiny things. Good, nice, durable but, cotton. Modest. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Alice has been um, being a nursemaid to Bella yes. basically. Um, um, which we hear about. Yeah, we hear about. Um, would you like to read some of the description or would you like me to? Oh, well, I mean, if you're offering me this wonderful gift, Katie, I will of course take it. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. Just, I, ha- I did all of my um, notes in glitter gel pen, so I just opened my book and there's just Excellent. CHRIST written in all capitals in glitter gel pen. <laughs> Uh, Good. Uh, we also have G's Christ, which I think I meant to put Jeezy Crazy and got distracted halfway through. Um, so yeah. Um, <clears throat> it was as if during those few days in Phoenix, Alex's vision of Bella as her best friend had fully come to fruition. They were so at ease with each other, already flushed with a plethora of inside jokes and confidences, as if they'd been companions for many years rather than just weeks. Charlie occasionally watched in confusion, wondering why Belle had never revealed their close connection, but he was too thankful for Alice, as well as Charles by her, <laughs> to aggressively pursue answers. Um, so that's them about being friends, and then it also says that, um, we all settled into the new routine with minimal delays. Alice took over as nurse and lady-in-waiting, and Charlie could not adequately express his gratitude. Bella, too, though embarrassed that she needs someone to help her with her most basic and intimate needs, was glad that someone was Alice. Um, yeah. All right. I'd let Alice help me out with my basic and intimate needs. needs. Hello. Yeah, to be honest, yeah. uh, and then it's like a basic. It's just such an just, Edward phrasing, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's such an Edward phrasing. And then it's got a load of thing about how um, Charlie is like, oh, this is the best situation I could have hoped for, having to care after my grievously injured daughter, but not actually having to take any care of her. It's <laughs> <laughs> like Alice is doing everything. Uh, we won't get into it again, but I do think the attitudes towards uh, fathers taking care of their children is a bit odd. F Mayor. Why yes. are we trusting also... a teenage girl over Charlie? Yeah, there know. is also um, a line about Rene in this, which made me cackle um, about oh, yeah. you know Edward's opinions on Rene as like mm-hmm. a mother with a job, uh, and it says. Um, 
It wasn't particularly hard for Bella to convince Rennie she was fine and that Rennie should go back to Florida. Her mother left two days before we did. Um, and it says before this, basically, that Rennie had to go back and she was run like she was super worried because she had like a substitute yeah. job at Jacksonville Primary School yeah. that would be given away if she wasn't available soon. Mm -hmm. I'm like, her daughter is not dying yeah. and she does not live with her. She would take her back to Jacksonville if she could. Bella's chosen to go back to Forks. Yeah. Um, obviously, you want your mum to be able to be there, but uh -huh. she does need her job. Yeah. Um, not everyone's a billionaire trading inside a stocks. Yeah. Um, it's just such an Edward opinion yeah. on Rennie. Like, oh, she, he doesn't even make a comment. He goes, she left two days earlier than we did. Wow, like, I know what you're implying. I also, um, <laughs> can I just point out that this entire time, Charlie hasn't visited Bella because he had a court case. So yes. Charlie's job, fine, totally yes. allowed for him to abandon his daughter for. Rene, who flew mm -hmm. across the country to see her and stayed with her as long as she physically could before her livelihood was in danger. Bad mum, apparently. Bad evil Bad nasty. Bad evil nasty. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, just saying. Also, I like how it's like, oh, by the way, Charlie totally doesn't think that I pushed her down the stairs. And I'm like, that's really funny because <laughs> I totally would. Like, I completely would. I would totally think that you did that, yeah. If 100%. my child came in and was like, I'm running back home and I've broken up with my boyfriend and then she turns up a week later with so many injuries from falling down the stairs, which, yeah. like, I'm just, like, it is a commonly known thing that people in domestic abuse situations will claim that they hit their head on things or fell downstairs to explain injuries like and he's yes. a policeman like yeah one would think he'd seen these cases before like because there's mm -hmm. it it i'm surprised that there is no human that questions this at all like i know bella's clumsy and i'm clumsy but i'd yeah. like to think that if i broke up with my boyfriend and then a few days later turned up grievously injured, people wouldn't be like, oh, that Liv, she's so clumsy, you know? Like, <laughs> to be fair, the other humans other than Charlie don't know that they had an argument because oh, Jessica spreads around that they've gone to, like, meet Rene. I'm meet so mad that that's it, it given a thing so, like, no one was suspicious. Like, that's so annoying to yeah. me. Damn it, Jess. Yeah. Like, it makes sense, I don't know. And it's like, like, thank you, Jess, on the, like, behalf of them, because they don't have to explain yeah. anything. But also... It's so weird, because, like, Edward's even weirdly snotty about the fact that Jess is like, oh, clearly they went to Florida to meet yes. Bella's mum. Because I'm like, dude, she covered your ass for you. Like... Yeah. She literally is the reason also, why... Also, like, that is horrid kind of what you'd assume. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of what you'd assume as well. Like, because mm. if you had a boyfriend that lived in, like, London... And yeah. you both took a trip to London together. And, like, we were kind of friends, but not super close to, like, tell me everything friends. I'd be like, yeah. oh, we've probably gone to see his family in London yeah. or whatever. Like, I would probably wish too. And then, mm. oops, she fell down the stairs. <laughs> she fell down the stairs. Yeah. Anyway, let's get on to more fun stuff. I have more stuff to say about yes. Alice. Um, yes, Charlie, about Alice. Charlie definitely thinks that Alice is taking Bella to prom in yes. love. And I love it. Yes. And the line... Oh, absolutely. <laughs> There's the no line way. that's my favourite is um, Alice had given Charlie a heads up that Bella would be out late, making it clear that she, Alice, would be an integral part of the evening from start to finish. Charlie never objected to anything involving Alice. He often objected to things that involved me, though usually only in his own mind. Haha, <laughs> Charlie thinks that Alice is taking her to prom I and know. I love it. He's it's like, he so would be there for the whole evening and I'm like, yeah, because they're in love and I love them. <laughs> I love Alice so much. She like even helps Bella down the stairs. Like she has her arm yes. on her waist the entire time and is like yes. cuddling her close. But then she like, <laughs> she's like, oh, 
she mentions pictures and Bella has like the most extreme freak out that I've ever seen a human being have. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah. no one meant to be taking pictures of me. And like, I remember being like an insecure teen. Yes. And I was never that bad. I was never like full on like, no one better be taking a picture of me in this beautiful dress. Like, <laughs> I know, especially because oh, no. Bella thinks this is, like Bella thinks this is the last night that she'll ever have as a human. Um, yeah. I'm like, like don't take I think you would maybe want to preserve this view, maybe. Um, <laughs> another fun thing about Alice before we get on to all the other stuff. Um, just before she leaves, Alice paused to draw on a few stripes of her theatrical eyeliner. Yes. <laughs> Good for her. I wouldn't, I'm sure that just means like a small cat eye in like sexy male language. But no, no, no. I like to I imagine it's full. Is- yeah. Full cut crease, like a cross, yes. like very dramatic ones that you see on TikTok. I love yes. those, they look so cute. They're I haven't so tried cute. them yet, them. mostly because I have hooded eyes. Yeah, me so too. You would, would I'd be like, this is so close, right. like so pretty. And then I would like so open pretty. my eyes and be like, you cannot see that. Yeah, you can't see it. But either way, I like to think that Alice has just done like full ego eyeliner before she heads out the door. She's like, it's going to be in fashion in 20 years, God. <laughs> Also, another thing I love about Alice, I will talk about someone else, is when they get to prom, all the other Cullens, like, dance in a medley of styles from across the eras. Good for them. How fun. But they I blend in. There is no freaking way that they look, like, good. It, the, the way it's described is like, ooh, they look so good. And I'm like, there's no way that they're doing, like, disco dancing melded with, like, a gavotte and it, sa- it looks normal. I hope they are. How fun. I also that would love. Be very fun. <laughs> I love how it's all in just this like school cafeteria, and then if you like imagine like them in like the movie, it's like obviously they do go outside at the end, but it's all like these beautifully yeah. like fairy light lit things, yeah. and like they're not in like the cafeteria. You know what I mean? Do they? It's not even at the school, right? It's at like a. I think they just go to somewhere else. In the I think movie. it's supposed I mean, to be in the gym, but like. In oh, the movie, is it? Does not uh, look like it's the inside. Yeah, the in the movie, it just looks like they go to some like house. Um, yeah, <laughs> but. Yeah, it was very funny. Um, it's still, like in reality, it's like the school gym with like five of those little, those little rotating disco balls. That's how it's described in this book. It's like oh, and there so was much. some like want, confetti banners. The tacky prom. I want to see yes. tacky prom. Absolutely, me too. <laughs> but yeah, so they're on the way to prom, and Bella's like, "Wait, prom? My sweet little lamb. <laughs> not a thought behind her eyes. Like <laughs> she does not." clock together and Tyler so turns funny. up at Charlie's house and is like I'm so taking Bella to prom <laughs> so funny I know it's so mean to laugh at Tyler but also dude you hit her with a car you can't just take her to prom yeah no to be honest I think it's fine to make fun of Tyler because he hasn't asked Bella to prom like, he asked her obviously earlier on and she was like no thanks dude and like her and Edward have clearly been an item in school. She sits with him. Everyone knows, you know what I mean? Especially someone that's like mm. interested in her nose. To then like turn up at her door and be like, we are going to prom together. I think it's presumptuous and I think it's fine to make fun of him for it. <laughs> Can I just say, this line, the line that I'm going to read out to you now was one of the reasons why I actually kind of fancied Edward when I read the book. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. He said, I'm sorry if there's been some kind of miscommunication, but Bella's unavailable tonight. I said to Tyler, skip on a little bit. To be perfectly honest, she'll be unavailable every night as far as anyone besides myself is concerned. No offence. And I'm sorry about your <laughs> evening. Oh. Ooh. Hello. The BDE Hello. There. Oh my God. Hello. Um, He's giving me Mr. Darcy and Bridget Jones vibes. Absolutely. And it's like, the f- my favourite thing is that in this bit... He apologises for, like, being domineering. And I'm like, no, this bit's fine. Like, it's a bit annoying, this, it's fine. This fine. Whereas all your other actions are that. When you drug her. Yeah. Like, 
Also, so. in this chapter, he's like, I'm going to leave you in her head, in his head the whole time. <gasps> so I'm like, so well, awkward. I mean, you're telling him that he's unavailable, but like, you're leaving. So if he's like, oh no, I'm her, so sorry. Like, Was that domineering? I like, she's sat there sobbing because she doesn't want to go to prom and he doesn't respect that. She's because a, she's a bit of his dramatic, vision. but like. She is yes. a bit dramatic, but like also she feels like she's being like blindsided and like she just thinks yeah. she's gonna go and like become an immortal and they're gonna commit to each other forever. And he's like, yeah. Nope, we're going to this place you don't wanna go to with these I people that you don't wanna see. <laughs> where he's like, I was taking our relationship one day at a time, one hour at a time. I didn't look into the future. It was enough that I could feel it coming. When I promised her forever now, I meant as far as I could see, and I wasn't looking. <laughs> <laughs> I love that honestly that and I wasn't looking thing did crack me up because honestly well, yeah fair enough I also <laughs> it's used, like uh, forever but like my eyes are closed I pretend like, I do not I see I do it. not see I do not see it um but then yeah I remember using a couple of quotes from this in my dissertation as well um mm-hmm. specifically where he's like don't be difficult Bella you're being completely ridiculous why are you crying yeah, and, and she's like sobbing. <laughs> I feel so bad for her. Because Bella's not like a super he, easy cry. And he says, like, remind me to thank Alice for that because she puts a high heeled shoe on her so she can't run away. And I'm like, mm. dude. Yeah. <laughs> please. Be a mite less creepy. But yeah, I, basically. I feel like gently convincing your girlfriend to go to prom because it's an experience mm. you don't want her to miss out on. And like, you know, all of that fine. Like, gently convincing mm. someone, trying to persuade someone to do something not horribly manipulative being like I, like I think that this is a really valuable experience I would really like you to come with me it would make me feel nice uh, if you don't want to really don't want to I respect that because obviously you know you don't have to do everything you don't want to do but I feel like especially if you're planning to become an immortal it'd be nice for you to have mm. your normal human prom I think fine pers- make your persuasive argument mm. not like we're going stop being difficult <laughs> yeah because I think that's the thing is that he'd actually said to her I would really love to go to prom with you yeah, he says it you after know, he's been mean, Back in my day, though. we would have met yeah. at a dance and I'd love to court you in this way. She would have melted, like, 100%. Yeah. And he says um, that in the end, and that's kind of what makes her go in. He's like, please excuse yeah. me, I would like to do this with you. Like, uh, and instead like, of fine. Yeah, instead of all the stuff before that, where she sat there sobbing and being like, in the book, I remember her being like, oh, God, I've got mascara on. <laughs> mm. She's, like, sobbing. But <laughs> should we get to the reason around. why he takes her to prom? <laughs> Yes. The reason why he makes her go to prom is because he's going to break up with her, right? Yeah. yeah. So he thinks, right, I'm going to break up with her and she's going to be so sad. She's going to be absolutely emotionally devastated. However, if I give her a prom, maybe one day she'll look back on the time that we had together and be like, hey kids, let me tell you about the time I went to prom. I really didn't want to go, but my boyfriend at the time and my crazy best friend kidnapped me gave me makeover took me to prom and uh it looked just like harry no you can't watch carrie yet kids you're 13 and um, <laughs> and it just was so beautiful and i had such a lovely evening and you know maybe one day you guys will go to prom too and i was just like can you get your head out your ass please i know because like, it's oh not about God. bella enjoying prom it's about bella's memory of him yeah it's okay. not about bella having a good time as much as he frames it as like but I want Bella to have yeah. these lovely memories. It's not. It's like a human thing. Shut up! You yeah. don't want her to have a human thing. You want her to have a you memory. And I yeah. find it really funny because he describes Alice getting involved as Alice's motivations being at least seventy percent selfish, yeah. whereas his motivations are completely <laughs> selfish. Like yeah, this is, it's at least fifty-fifty. <laughs> Bella does so. Not Bella. Edward does so many things for Bella, saying that mm-hmm. they're for her, and they're so for him. Like 
yeah. proposing to her, putting money in her bank account, like all this yes. stuff. Like I, when oh my he God. when he sends off uni applications for her, which is mm-hmm. fraud. He's At some so point, fraud. I really want us to read maybe on the podcast, maybe it's a bonus episode, some of the extra chapters that. Um, yes. Stephanie May puts up like because yes, yes. my favorite is the one where they just send her loads of money and she throws and it like, through the house. It. Yeah, Leave me alone. like in New Moon era, he's like scholarship surprise, and then yes. they like drop off a bag of cash in the end because she keeps so like funny. making the checks bounce. I love her. And then Esme's like, like, you know what? Fair enough. I respect uh, yeah. you. <laughs> I would have respected you if it was on purpose that you broke our window. Whatever <laughs> it was, yeah. We'll read those at some point. Maybe little bonus yeah, episodes as we go. Um, yeah, maybe we'll. I think that would be fun. Uh, yeah, I think that uh, would be fun. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's just very odd. Edward's like, oh, one day she will think of me and feel no pain. And I'm like, yeah. are you good? And then later on, <laughs> because Jacob comes to prom, if you remember, to be like, hey, my dad says you have to break up with your boyfriend. <laughs> and the whole time his his thoughts are just like, this is so embarrassing. She's so pretty. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. And it's, I love it. it is so <sighs> precious. And then Edward's suddenly like, could, could that house? Have a man in it. <laughs> could those unnamed children be half Native American? Could could that husband be Jacob? And then he has to make himself stop thinking that because he gets so aggro at Jacob. Yeah, it's and Jacob's horrifying. just being a nice, like a nice friend with a crush. He's not creepy. Like the worst he does is call her pretty in her gown, which is I, I will say I thought about this a lot. Nice. This is Edward does not say that to her until afterwards. No. Like. It's so funny. She comes down the stairs and Bella's like, wow, at Edward. He's like, indeed. Um, it's so funny. Like, and what, uh-huh. what he means in his brain is like, indeed. And also you look so beautiful, love of my life. But all he says is indeed. Like, yes, I am handsome. And then in the car, yeah. she's like, she's like looking at him like, you're so handsome. And he's like, yes, did you not get over that? You've seen me already. Yeah. It's so funny. I'm like, it's she's so all dressed up. Beautiful eventually, but then he's really yeah after about it because no, it's because after Jacob, Jacob calls, calls her pretty. pretty, and he's like, "That's an insult to you." He's like, that's an insult. You're gorgeous, and I'm like, "God, shut up, Edward." He's it's also so very funny. rude about the werewolves in this chapter. He's like, uh, "They want us to be monsters," and I'm like, "Edward, stop calling yourself a monster then." Like, yeah. okay. pick a vibe. Yeah, pick a absolutely. vibe. I do think perhaps it like, is. They're all old men anyway, and I'm like, "You're the oldest man." <laughs> you're the shut oldest up. man. I do think um, maybe perhaps it is monstrous to lock the doors of your girlfriend crying in the car when she doesn't want to go to a place uh, yeah. and take her there hmm. and then say, why are you crying? That's ridiculous. He, he does say ridiculous, basically. Um, yeah. I feel like ridiculous. that's monstrous. Yeah. yeah um, but he locks the doors of the car and drives yeah. her there. He's like, and, like, she's agreed to go in by the end. I think it's yeah. also very bold for him to be like, it's not fair, they just think we're really bad. And I'm like, sorry, honey, did you just come back from a trip where you had to save your girlfriend's life from a vampire? Or was <laughs> I forgetting something? Literally. Like, <laughs> like the reason why they have that treaty is because there's vampires that don't respect the boundaries that actually kill people that come on their land all the time. I don't think they're being, like, particularly yeah. rude, if I'm for being sure. perfectly honest with you. Also, like, I was glad we got some nice Jacob stuff, because I've always said, obviously, yes. like, in, in Edward's narration... Edward's not being sorry in Edward's narration Jacob's not really being in it he showed up once and like obviously at this point Bella and Jacob are like nice friends and obviously their friendship develops into like a like a best friendship kind of thing in New Moon like New Moon and Twilight Jacob so elite love it Eclipse Jacob no longer about it I think and that's just it's also because like obviously it's clear that Bella is choosing Edward 
And then, yeah. so we kind of have to villainize, like, not us, but, like, the book and I think Esmea yeah. kind of feels like she has to villainize Jacob so that Jacob. we're not like, why there have you made... There a reason why they're not together. Yeah, why have you and not I... made that decision? And I don't see why the reason can't be, I do not love him. He yeah. is my friend. That's fine. But it's, no, but you have to kiss her against her will. And it's yeah. like, um, hmm, like the thing you is, fall in love with that... her child. Yeah, <laughs> the thing is, the thing with Jacob is, is that, like, up until Eclipse... Mm-hmm. He just loves Bella and wants her to be happy. Like, there's no jealousy in Twilight. Yeah. And we can literally read his mind and he's just like, oh, she's really pretty and her boyfriend seems nice. I can't believe my my dad's yeah. making me do like, this. And, like, he's jealous to I the point of, like, a normal crush level jealousy. Yeah, like I think crush. we've all had where it's like, oh, they have a girlfriend. Anyway, they're my yeah. friend now. Or like, oh, I really like his yeah. girlfriend. Like, and he's like, not weird about it. He's like, oh, I'm yeah, spooked because just my like, dad's in my oh. head about them being vampires. Um, yeah. Like, he doesn't say anything bad about Edward. So he's just... When he's worried about Bella, he is like very worried that like Bella's gonna turn into a vampire. Also, funny yeah. hint that he's turning into a werewolf. He can smell Edward. Yes. And he's like, "Wow, Bella's perfume is <laughs> Bella's rank. perfume sinks." <laughs> and but uh, Edward doesn't pick up on this at all. No, he doesn't. He doesn't, which I think is interesting. But well, Edward he's like, "Oh, someone else's hell. perfume must be horrible." That girl, yeah. I think she says, like, Laura someone. Her perfume so must be mean. disgusting. Like, what the heck, Edward? <laughs> it's in, but I'm down. like, would you not be able to smell that perfume too? Have you not picked yeah. up on the whole werewolf of it all? No, all you can smell is Bella. Yeah. I don't even know. Anyway. But, like... It's so funny. Even for Jacob, even after he turns into a werewolf, his concern with Bella is that he's really worried that she doesn't know that Edward's a vampire, and he's worried yeah. that... He will kill her. He's not worried that he's going to turn her into a vampire. He is worried that he's going to one day actually kill her. Which oh no, he fair. is. He is worried that he's going to turn. Yeah, her. that's the but that's the whole like, Jacob hey, you thing. You know, he they like they, they could eat people. Also, Edward's like, oh my god, that's so rude. I can't believe you'd say that about me towards Jacob. And I'm like, you spend your entire relationship telling her how much you could kill her. You yeah. do it like every day. I'm, I'm really fun. Be offended <laughs> if someone else really... turns around and is like, he could kill you. You know. My favourite thing, I think, I think it's a Breaking Dawn conversation where Ed, mm. uh, Jacob's still, like, trying to get Bella instead of Edward and he's, like, he's cold and, like, his heart stopped beating, but I'm alive, flesh and warm. But I'm, like, you still also don't age. <laughs> you're still in a... I you're find... still paused. <laughs> I know. Just because you're, like, cosy. Is it a clip? But my favourite, my favourite Jacob line of all time, and I know it's fan service but I still love it. Face it, Edward, I am hotter than you. Oh! That's so funny. I love that. So good. <laughs> that's in that's in the tent scene where Bella's like, I don't know if I'm awake or not. <laughs> or is this a dream? And I love it. It's so good. Yeah, so good. Um, I, can I just say also, I find it really odd that Edward's like, there's human forever, and then there's real forever. My forever. I'm like, shut up. Why do you keep making that distinction? Like, I would love her forever, even though I will never see her again. It's like, okay, oh, crazy, crazy. Yeah. So then they have that, after this, they have their little chat where she's like, I want you to make me a vampire. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I will not be doing that. She's I will like, not be oh, doing that. Guess you hate me, I guess. Her. He doesn't kiss her on the mouth at all. He just kisses her on the neck. And if you're if you're keeping count along with it, we are. Uh, I think this is now. It's been four or five total kisses in this whole yeah. book, and um, three yeah. of them were in one chapter. Yeah, <laughs> had many kisses in this. Not um, yeah. There's like three kisses in one chapter. This chapter, just that neck thing. 
which is cute. Yeah. Like, it's good vibes. I think it's a cool way to end the chapter. Like, then I kissed her neck, and it's like a great image of like vampirism, but no vampirism. Say. Yeah. They kissed her neck, though, does he, Katie? No, they have. The warm skin of her throat. Disgusting. <laughs> I wish not Horrid to perceive that. Yeah. Like, the image is nice, and like, the yeah. like. Oh, the imagery of her, like, of her dip- him dipping her and him and The his, teasing like, is her kind of fun. I like it a lot. Yeah, he's I like, like, are you ready now? Flirt, except <laughs> that Edward keeps ruining my being like, and then I'm going to leave. Like, in <laughs> That's his mind. it. In, rom- like, in Twilight, it's so romantic. You're like, he's like, are you ready so now? I'm going to dip you. It's like, ooh. And like, she's ooh. like, is forever not enough? And he's basically like, oh, I'll be with you forever. I'll stay, I promise. And in, but in Midnight Sun, he's promise. like, I can't wait to leave her. <laughs> no, he's not, I can't wait to leave. But he's she's planning it. It really is. So <laughs> stressful. It's, oh, yeah, man. it's not a satisfying yeah. end. No, I'm upset, but mm-hmm. I but want more. I love actually, the now. now I need New Moon from Edward's perspective. Although I actually don't want New Moon from Edward's perspective because I don't want to hear, oh, I hear do. about him being depressed in Italy. That's it. It'll be I was so depressed in Italy and I do not want Italy. to live, mm. etc. But no, yeah. but it's we haven't seen Edward, so I do want to like know from his perspective, like the tabs that he kept on Bella and like I want what I want is the pre-Italy stuff I want him and his family when they leave um before he decides to go to Italy and because the Italy stuff is only when he thinks that Bella's dead um Mm. and he thinks he's caused it um so I would like to see before that I think that would be we would like to see it yeah yes that's fair enough well yeah there there ends Midnight Sun. I know, that brings us to the end. Oh my god. Oh my god. I can't. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening so far, you guys. It yeah. really means so much to us. Yes. So, Liv, what was your peak and pit of this chapter then? Okay, so peak all of the Alice stuff. So, far, yes. I think so she good. should. I think Bella should ditch Edward and go to a mm-hmm. proper Alice. Um, yes. Uh, Pitt, probably Edward's sad in a lot of the whole time. It made me feel really awkward because I was like, why can't you just break up with her now it feels a bit weird to just be doing this but okay yeah. thanks it dude weird vibes <laughs> it's odd vibes yeah. shall we say uh, how about you uh, I think my line just because English student things I really like my the line from the beginning that I said the yes. twilight again another ending yeah. no matter how perfect the day is always has to end um just because it's not it's not intentionally like a whole thing like that's just a direct line of dialogue from twilight um, where the title comes from, etc. But like, it's I don't know. It's like a motive, and like you know, as I talked about at the beginning, I love silly little language things. I love it as a repetition, and I love that this was Twilight again, and it is ending, and that's sad. But no matter how much she likes them, it has to end. Um, and obviously, we've had our ups and downs with this book. If everyone has listened to thirty chapters of it, uh, you'll know we've had some ups and downs. We've had ups and downs this bloody. Sorry, we've had ups and downs this episode. Like. Absolutely. <laughs> but it's, I don't know, it's been a lovely time and it's been so great to have a way to invest back into the fandom that I grew up on. Like, Twilight fanfic was all I read when I was 11 through mm. 15, basically. Um, and it's been so nice because, obviously, I read Midnight Sun when it came out, like, the the first couple of chapters. And then I obviously never got to finish it, so it was this is a nice, satisfying way to end and a nice way to engage in like my first real fandom which is so fun um i like yeah. i don't know if you read the i don't know if you read the acknowledgements but it starts off this book has been my nemesis for so many years <laughs> like yeah it's, oh my God. <laughs> it's so 
Me too, Esme, me too. I won't list all of the things that she lists, because obviously they have, like, personal thanks to everyone. But the last line, the last few lines of it, um, of the acknowledgements I'll read, because we read the introduction, so I thought it might be nice. Um, So she's saying thank you to everyone, and she says, So many gifted creators who've made incredible Twilight Saga websites and fan art. So many authors who've created incredible words for me to escape to. So many musicians who've unknowingly been the soundtrack in my head. And finally, the readers who were so patiently eager for this book. I would have never finished this without your support. You belong on this page. Please write your name on the line below and give yourself a high five. Very what? cute, Esmeria. How did you read that? Okay, I go put my name just in this. I'll get acknowledgements. Got to get your glitter pens gel out. Pen. I will. It's in my. I, it's in a different room to where I record, but I will definitely do that. That's yeah. okay, Esmeria. You, you're you a got diplomatic me. fave. You got me right Absolutely. there. I, I don't know if you've seen the Small Kyle TikTok that they did recently. But it's like um, me enjoying getting back into Twilight and lockdown, and then um, Stephanie Mo's like weaponized Mormonism, like marching in. It's really good. Yes, (laughs) that's exactly how I feel. I love, I love Twilight. I love the fandom so much. But sometimes you're like, (laughs) yeah, cheesy. Sometimes the TikTok, the Twilight TikTok, Twilight fandom. So there's also a woman. there's also a woman who analyzes all the wigs. <gasps> yes. I didn't realize how bad you don't. Wigs you are. honestly don't when you watch them for the first time because you're like obviously a teen and then you're like that's just how they look. <laughs> They're so good. Yeah, I have I have problematic wig opinions though. I actually like Alice's new moon hair. And there hmm. I said it. I know. I actually, when she goes to when she goes to Italy and they're in the Porsche and she's got her little scarf on. Yeah, it's, it's like so spiky. Good. Yeah. And her um, wedding hair for Breaking Dawn is yes, very much hair. <laughs> gorgeous. But I don't like her emo boy hair no. that she has in Eclipse. That is straight up two thousand nine emo hair, and I don't know why they did that to her. Where if you haven't seen <laughs> no, if you haven't, if you want some great wig opinions, where she goes through them all, um, the Twitter no, sorry, the TikTok account is Sarah Elizabeth three two seven. She has loads of them. She's just done Jacob's wig. The best ones are Jasper's wigs. Highly recommend. <laughs> oh, the best ones are Jasper's wigs. Oh, <laughs> so good. God. But thank you so much to like everyone on so Twilight TikTok that's like embraced us and engaged in our content and stuff. It's so fun because we were obviously yeah. like passively in the fandom on our own like personal tiktok feeds which wait should we pro- if you want to follow us on tiktok mine is katie.lbp and there is i'm a little underscore chili underscore bean b1 <laughs> I am a it's great fan, it's lovely so content like... but yeah <laughs> um i don't even know what videos you're gonna see when you first open my page there's probably gonna be some <laughs> but, there. I'm so yeah sorry. so we were both passively into like twilight fandom content before like getting into Twilight TikTok specifically, yeah. but making like the new uh-huh. account where we can just see Twilight content is great. It's been so fun. Um, mm. It is so good. You, everyone is yes, so funny. hilarious. Twilight like, fandom elite. Twilight books so still great, funny. but like Twilight fandom Absolutely. levels above elite. That's why I read so much more fanfic than I read the books. Oh, so <laughs> funny. Well, yeah, in the fanfic you can make. Yes. <laughs> no, I honestly just read like Bella Edward fanfic. That was boring. <laughs> But they were so good. My fave when oh, I was man. like younger was one where like Edward was imprisoned and they were all humans. It was so fun. Ooh. I think it was called like a pound of flesh That's or something. So exciting. You guys remember that one? <laughs> oh my. Okay, I'm not gonna say I don't. Oh, yeah. Okay, I got you. One time I read so much 
Twilight fanfic I started mixing it up with yes. the real Twilight lore, which was... I honestly think we've all done that to an extent, to so. be honest, because honestly, um, like, yeah. Emmett, not that much of a himbo in the books, but in fanon, yeah, in fanon he be. is, and we love that. In the books Twilight, I like Alice, bit of a weirdo sometimes, in, like, a not great way. In, like... In, like, Fanon, yeah. such a fun weirdo, and I love her. <laughs> such yeah. a fun weirdo. I just love that everyone's like, and Alice is yes. a Twitch streamer, and she has little cat yeah. head- headphones, and Emmett is also yes. a Twitch streamer. I love it for them. I'm like, it. especially, like, yeah, we've talked about... And Jasper's in a cupboard somewhere. Yeah, we don't talk about him. We don't care. <laughs> but that's the thing, the Twilight fan, and I love it. I'm so obsessed with the fandom. So, yeah, a little shout out before we've, like, we've oh, got some so more stuff to say. But, like, before we finish, thank you for embracing us. I hope yes. you continue to engage yeah, and thank be you guys. We love you. Kisses. Um, you know who else I'm obsessed with? Our fans. Yes! Oh, my God. <laughs> thank you so much, I'm obsessed with all of you guys. Yeah, we asked you guys to get in contact with some peaks and pits, uh, and you had such great ideas. Yeah, you guys really did. Um, I'm just getting them up now. Um, we also had, basically, any questions, comments, whatever, suggestions for what we should cover next, which, actually, guess what? One of your suggestions is actually what we're doing yes. for our, our next series. We will get into that later. Yes. Um, so... Uh, Peak was, this is from, wait, should we shout out people's usernames? Yeah, I think so. Okay, cool. It's from Hattie anyway, so it's <laughs> fine. <laughs> okay, so this is from Hattie Poe on Instagram. Uh, Peak is Emmett's ex, and Pit <laughs> was Edward being more creepy than I realised. Yeah. Her other Peak was uh, Sturgeon Surgeon. Yes. Which, I mean. <laughs> That's so fun. Yeah, it's my Peak too. I love Sturgeon Surgeon. <laughs> Uh, in his little ocean hospital um, and we ha- also had from Catherine Wright 13 uh, that her pit was Edward the entire last chapter and that was two weeks ago so that was chapter 28 <laughs> yes that was a tough uh, one <laughs> I agree yeah blooming egg yeah. <laughs> Catherine's been such a great support of this podcast as well she always gets in contact with us so thanks Catherine yeah. <laughs> we had uh, Abigail get in contact on Twitter as well saying that when we mentioned LJ yeah. Smith Nightworld in one of the episodes that was a peak yeah. moment for her because they were books when she was eight and absolutely mine as well so we had a nice chat about that um and it made That's me so look cute. what lj smith is up to right now we've not heard from her for 20 years and there's still a book in night world that we're waiting to come out so everyone on her pages no. are like hello is strange fate hey. ever coming out um you guys might know lj smith she wrote vampire that. diaries the original books as well um, but i was big into night world and now i'm super obsessed with the vampire diaries tv show which i'm getting into as you guys know i talk about all the time mm, i <laughs> I've also started watching that book, The Vampire Diaries, but um, I got I got a little bit out of it. I started watching something else. Yes. Dead. Now I need to get Absolutely. Back we'll definitely um, talk about it in the future. <laughs> yeah. Also from My Twilight Addiction, they had just a comment. They said that they love the podcast and that we should keep Aww, it. Oh, we Thank will you. be. <laughs> very cute. We will. Um, and we also had RWD underscore pod. That is Rendezvous of Destiny. Uh podcast friends yeah podcast friends podcast if you're friends. into D, they're running a silent game it's great yeah they run they run a game they're really lovely uh they suggested that we have a game of vampire the that masquerade would be so fun. with a little eye emoji so i think i think that might be a crossover yes, episode super definitely. oh my gosh <laughs> um which is very sweet so keep an eye out because i think that would be really well silly yes. let's be <laughs> honest it's gonna be silly but, but if you guys are here you already are here for nonsense anyway. so <laughs> 
Oh, for sure. Yeah, you're not here for like literary analysis. analysis. <laughs> oh, welcome to our podcast. <laughs> Carlisle is a fish that lives in the ocean. <laughs> oh. Um, and I think I think. Wait, no, I have one from on the Instagram. Did you yeah. have any more on the Twitter? We also had Samantha, who you guys know we love, got in contact with us on TikTok. Um, and she wrote about her experience with Midnight Sun and found it was great. I'll read it out to you because we love Samantha. She sent us those amazing bookmarks, which you can get at etsy.com slash in love with a book. They're great. Um, she said, if Midnight Sun was my first exposure to the fandom, I never would have been interested. There's nothing endearing or sympathetic about Edward in the beginning. As a reader, I would have just thought, what a self-important jerk. And it clo and closed the book. I think Midnight Sun relies heavily on people knowing what Edward's character does and changes and there's a reason that team edward exists it's good but it's only good because i know edward from breaking dawn that talks about forever or edward at the end of new moon who talks poetically about his life being a moonless night it's like reverse engineering a character now i read the book on release day and have listened to it since a few times which yeah that's my experience of the book as well like it's it's a lot more fun when you're like oh no I, i'm invested in these characters yeah. and i do love them um and obviously in Twilight we don't love him that much because he's not gone through any character development. This is the starting point. Um, and she says her peak is the scene where he acknowledges he loves Bella while he's in her room. And she loves any bits, that are the Cullen family bits. Uh, also the ending hunt and Grand Theft Auto is a bit exciting. Um, the lemonade crack destroyed me, his little Bella charm and he crushed it. Which also, yeah, the bit where he crushes the little, uh, the bottle top. <laughs> very cute um and the new moon foreshadowing yeah. was a killer which is what i talked about in the last couple of episodes it's just so sad you're like oh no he's planning to leave this whole time and she doesn't know it's so sad um yeah um oh, no, samantha's pits with so a repetitive sad. sating of all his excellent vampire stasis uh senses <laughs> and also the length like what an absolute break <laughs> this book is um yep yeah, uh, she agrees it's necessary yeah, to show how like angsty and um, anxious Edward is, but like ten pages of plot, mm, not sure about that one. And she wishes there was more like Colin family time because it would have nice to see all the copious places like fleshing that out with the family. Which we have the exact same opinions. They're my favorite parts of this book, the bits that we don't see, the like the family flesh out and stuff because we know enough about Edward. <laughs> I hate to say it, but you know we get like all of the Twilight books which are him as like the object of desire yeah. and stuff so it's Bella and Edward's story and obviously the side characters are so interesting and I want to know more about them so thanks so much Samantha for getting in contact you're a babe <laughs> yeah yes oh we love that oh I feel emotional <laughs> me too it's all ending Aww. thank you like, I've, yeah. I think I've said it 10 times in this episode already but thanks so much for listening it really means so much to yeah. us we started this during really our first does. lockdown almost a year ago um oh and here we God. are <laughs> yeah i know here we are over 30 weeks later um still in lockdown but getting slightly better um yeah <laughs> we actually got to see each other two days ago. we did we'll post a cute little picture together we had a little hangout yeah. and we wore wigs it was adorable um, it was very fun but... it was silly i had such a good time yeah this podcast has yeah. been like a great outlet for me and live to be creative mm. and like obviously we're not doing our degrees anymore we're both in jobs so it's nice to have this nice little creative outlet engage in the fandom we've also both been through like big life changes and all sorts in the past 30 weeks so it's been such a great community to come into and like engage with and have a bit of escapism from you know i'm sure everyone's going through the same thing the state of the world and also personal stuff <laughs> 
I know. It's been so it's been so nice and it's been like really nice to like hang out and chat nonsense about vampires. It's just like Absolutely. a little pocket of time away from you know the hell year that we've, yeah. we've had. And we hope it's been nice um, for you too to like yes. engage in our fun little nonsense. It's been so yeah. much to us so you guys that listen, especially when you listen regularly and like feedback really to us. Has. It's really nice. I feel yeah. like I've got all these it's friends really across the world because <laughs> we're in the UK so, so a lot of our listeners are American so it's so cute yeah. to engage it's with so you nice. guys. And thank you so much for explaining America to us. Yes. Um, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, there'll probably be a bit less America explainers. I think we're going to be looking at some more like geni- well, actually to be fair a lot of vampire media um, yeah. oops mini spoiler for what's happening next series yes um <laughs> well we can probably announce you know, it to be honest well, um let's do it let's let's officially close the book on midnight sun um yeah, I'm, I, asmr closing the book effect, effect. wait you ready yeah. that's the book closing Lovely. officially we've done it we've read the over Good. 700 page tome it's Bye. closed <laughs> you never <laughs> anyway unless Stephanie so, better releases something else and then we'll be on yeah, it obviously obviously yeah <laughs> um, so for our next series drum roll please out... <laughs> oh no i'm sorry microphone just general vampire media yeah <laughs> we've kind of hinted it before what we're going to transition into is we're going to go down to every two weeks so that we have time to consume more content for you make better notes because obviously twilight we already know all yes. the lore and everything whereas now we'll be able we to do. do a bit of research so we're going to start off we're going to yeah. go into supernatural media in general but we're like crossing the bridge by doing vampire yeah. media so it's not a huge step from twilight and we really hope you'll stick with us listen to yeah. some stuff like we'll do a lot of films and we'll announce um the week before what we're going to be studying not studying <laughs> we'll announce the week before what we're going to be looking at chatting about on our social media and everything so you'll know what we're looking at you can watch the film with us or maybe yeah. it'll be something you've already seen um to give you a head start we're so excited to announce that the first episode we're going to do in the next couple of weeks is what we do in the shadows the film which i'm sure you've all seen <laughs> I am so excited. so excited i love this film it's brilliant so we won't talk too much about it we'll save it for the pod yeah. but it's so yeah, just fun. Just say we are doing the film, not the series. Yes. Because <laughs> we need so time fun. to watch it. So, um, yeah. And uh, so we are going to be taking a little two-week break. But don't you worry, guys. We've got a little bit of bonus content yes. saved up for you. <laughs> uh, including a blooper reel and the oft-hinted-at but never quite created live soundboard yes <laughs> so i hope you enjoy listening to those while we uh gear up for the next season we're also going to have a brand new logo brand new Very logo exciting. yeah brand new theme it's a whole relaunch yeah it'll be great and we really will appreciate you sticking with shiny us and new. yeah we're gonna have some <laughs> new sections also some old favorites we're still gonna do yahoos we're still gonna do peaks and pits and mm-hmm. some other fun new things that we've talked about before in this podcast Hint, hint, we're going to talk about yeah. whether these vampires should be able to vote and whether they should date. <laughs> so stuff we've talked about yes. before, going to be more consistent each week because we've got different people, Heck. different lore yeah. to talk about. It'll be so fun. I hope you enjoy it, it so much. <laughs> we do. All right. So I think, I think that's, that's it now. Oh, my gosh. For the last time for this season, thank you so much for listening. Have a great morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you're listening. And we'll see you really soon. That's all, folks. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.
Midnight Fun is an independent podcast hosted by two girls with an internet connection. Our intro and outro is A4 Vampire by Summer, indicating nor live or associated with Stephanie Meyer or any of her intellectual property. All views expressed are their own. And remember, vampires make terrible boyfriends. <laughs>